Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live as my daughter calls me right when I go live, which means you know she doesn't follow us on YouTube because she would get an alert that says, hey, your dad's live, so don't call him right when he goes live to Packers fans around the world. Hope everyone's doing well. Packers back on the practice field this afternoon in preparation for their showdown with the Buffalo Bills on Sunday night in Buffalo, a place, ladies and gentlemen, where the Green Bay Packers have never won. That uh, that bodes well, doesn't it? Uh, I remember, and this is true, true story. My first year in New- living in New York City, my good friend Luke Laga and myself decided, hey, the Packers are playing the Bills. Mike Sherman's the new coach. We're really excited about this new season. We live in New York City. Buffalo is in New York. How far could it be? We rented a car and drove to Buffalo, not realizing how fucking far away it was. So we took this epic journey and finally arrived at uh, Ralph Wilson Stadium, decked out in Packers gear. Drive into the parking lot, park the car, get out of the car, not out of the car for two, maybe three minutes. A gentleman with a beer in hand approached us and said, and I quote, don't go in the bathroom. They'll kill you. And walked away. That was it. That was our introduction to Buffalo. Um, and yes, the Packers went on to lose that afternoon. I I distinctly remember in a an incredible catch by Eric Moulds. That was the highlight of the day. Uh, Packers did not fare well. The Packers have not fared well in Buffalo in their history. So throw that into the mix along with, you know, the fact that Buffalo's probably, probably the best team in the league. I know you can quibble about the Eagles, what have you, et cetera, but probably the best team in the league playing at home, coming off a bye, which by the way, Sean McDermott, five and zero. Oh coming off a bye in his tenure as Bill's head coach. Yeah, the deck is stacked, ladies and gentlemen. Talk about playing with house money. If you're the Green Bay Packers, you got nothing to lose. Do it all. I want flea flickers. I want surprise on side. I want everything. Pull all the kitchen sink, baby. Pull it out. Flea flickers, end arounds. Let's go. Speaking of let's go, let's go, people in the comment section. How we doing? How we all hanging out? Logan starts us off. With a very important announcement. Watch Aaron Rodgers and the Packers offense and defense literally send Bills Twitter and the Aaron Rodgers haters into a meltdown after he beats the Bills on Sunday night. It will be glorious. Logan, I want um, some of whatever you're having. I'm down for it. I'm down for it, brother. Let's do it. Uh, what else do we got? What's up, Nags? What's up, NFL Pack boy? How you doing? VJ, I am going to the Smashing Pumpkins concert instead of watching the game? That should tell you the level of confidence some of us fans have in this week's matchup. Sir, you do not carry the G. I'm sorry, but a Smashing Pumpkins concert? I mean, I don't understand if it was 1997. It is the year of our Lord 2022, sir. Uh, What else we got? What else we got, folks? TKM! Good to see you at your post. Pray for rain. Only one option. If it's pouring and blowing sideways, the one-two punch, love you, nags, pappies, and puppy kitten fun. I mean, inclement weather. That helped the Patriots go into Buffalo last year and 
run it basically all night. They literally threw three passes and they came out victorious. So who knows? Maybe, just maybe, the weather will help. I doubt it, though. Bumpa, don't tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds. Exactly. Exactly. Some things need to be kept in the locker room. Ooh, David's taking issue with Roger's comments on Pat McAfee. Man, my brother, I I just, what, okay? Some things need to be. He's talking with Pat McAfee and A.J. Hawk on a YouTube show. You guys act like he, like, violated the Treaty of Versailles or something. My goodness. Find a hobby. Oh, wait, this is your hobby, probably. Anyway, Rogers just said what is the absolute one billion percent truth. I I don't understand. I don't get the pearl clutching. I don't get it. And to the personal accountability crowd, the man has spoken many times this year about having to play better, including in that conversation with Pat. Just because he didn't do it immediately after he said guys are making mistakes, maybe we have to make some changes doesn't discount the fact that he's talked about it. He's aware. And yes, he made a joking reference to the fact that Tom Clements gave him his, quote, highest grade of the year. But he knows he hasn't played to his standard for much of the season. Off-handedly makes a joke and people lose their fucking minds. Y'all are crazy. Crazy when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. Joey, thanks for the super chat. I hate how everyone is negative. Have faith, SMH. Man, you know, okay, there's having faith and there's staring reality in, you know, down the jaw and looking into the depths, the the abyss of reality, if you will. And there's nothing wrong with that. I understand it. I also understand people who are like, you know, like Corey Banky. He's going to, we're going to have Packer transplants tonight. Hope you guys all tune in. I'm sure Banky's going to be like, we're beating the Bills. And I'm down with it, man. I love that. Go, Pat, go. All in. I'm just, I just can't join you there this week. Why does our GM refuse to get Rodgers help at wide receiver? A lot of ballgame left. A lot of ballgame left. We'll see. Now, if the trade deadline comes and goes and the Packers do not acquire help at wide receiver, then we'll talk. But at the moment, that window's still open. If John Runyon caught that lateral, we would have won. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I think there's still a penalty in there that probably negates the whole thing. Uh, Brandon Nags. He clearly thinks he's better than everyone. Just read Twitter. Man, that's the first mistake. People going on Twitter. Get off Twitter. Never tweet. That's my uh, my my midterm platform for the election. Mm-hmm. Jeff Ness, what's up? Thanks for the Super Chat. 12's attitude is perfect, in my opinion. They haven't played well. What else can you say? Apparently, you have to tear yourself down before you're allowed to say anything. Uh, oh, that explains it. Okay. David says, you're wrong. I have a great life. 53-year fan. You see, when people, and this always happens, usually from people who've been around for a number of decades, whenever... You make any kind of like comment or maybe push back a little bit on their viewpoint and or comment. You know, it's always I get emails like this a lot. I've been a fan since the ice bowl. I've been a fan for 50 plus years. Great. Awesome. That's dope. It's so cool that you've been a Packers fan for so long. 
doesn't change the fact that Aaron Rodgers said what he said on a YouTube show and you're upset about it. That says way more about you than it does him. Just like water off a duck's back, man. That's that's legit all it needs to be. And also, I'd love to know the percentage of people who are upset by Rodgers' comments comparative to the number of people who actually watched the entire interview. I think that uh, that Venn diagram is pretty damn small. Johnny Rivers, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. I don't think it's the end of the season. If we lose Sunday night, the manner in which they play will be more important. Let's be Rock and Balboa on Sunday night football. Johnny, you know, we don't want any moral victories around here, but I feel you. I do feel you. I understand. Like, if they show up ready to play and, and put up a fight, that will at least be encouraging. Now, of course, what makes it even harder, though, is that they, they do that, right, and they take it down to the end and then they lose. It's even worse because then you're like, oh, God, we could have had it. And you had all these expectations that they were most likely going to lose, and then they show up and go, oh, yeah, we could win. And then they crush your soul and you're like there for the week, like gnashing your teeth and hating life and listening to Sade and going, where did my life go wrong? But we'll see. Eagle's going to hurt us more with Smith now. I mean, the guy's got one sack on the ear. I hear you. I hear you. But, you know, come on. Packers, that was going to be a tough matchup regardless. It'll most likely be a rotational piece. Got to do what you got to do. Daz, this is great. The legendary former player Bart Starr was head coach when I discovered the Packers. Trust me, people, things could be worse. Yeah, the younger generation, younger crowd never wants to hear about it. They don't want to hear about how horrible the 70s and 80s were, which I get. All they've known is success. So I'll just sit back and remember uh, the David Whitehurst days all by myself. Alex, Kuhn said it best oh wait, wait, i just missed your thing oh coon said it perfect what's wrong with the team guys making mistakes how dare he say that like i said it's the fact that he didn't uh didn't rip himself apart while doing so got people all upset um what else we got still dropping 30 amari rogers equals brandon bostic all right now let's just relax here amari hasn't cost him a trip to the super bowl in any uh, recent game that I can recall. So let's uh, let's slow down there a little bit. Tyler, what's up? Thanks for the Super Chat. With the 17-game season, what record gets a wild card? I mean, didn't they have a losing record? Somebody with a losing record get in last year or the year before? I don't know. Probably hovering around 500 would be my guess. Um, Eric, thanks for the Super Chat. If Bakhtiari can't go, do you think Tom play well enough to start again, or will they shuffle the line around again? I suspect they'll keep the line that we saw in Washington if Bach can't go. Now, he was a limited participant on during Wednesday's practice, so we'll see how that goes throughout the week. Of course, he could practice all week and then get to Saturday and the knee could suck, so we'll see. Uh, but you do have to give the Packers a little bit of credit here, and I know nobody wants to do anything close to that during this losing streak, but... The fact that they did rep Zach Tom at left tackle all last week prior to Sunday's game, even while they thought David Bacciari was good to go, at least they had a plan. At least they were ready to say, like, okay, if for whatever reason, on a day-to-day basis, you never know with Bacciari, 
we better get the kid ready to play left tackle. And he was ready to go. I mean, that's at least a bit forward thinking, right? I mean, you've already got, you know, you're moving Yash. So you need somebody there at left tackle. You got the kid ready. Even when you thought Bakhtiari was good to go, that's that's something. I'll give him that. What else we got, folks? Joe Mailman, thanks for the super chat. Given Packers' recent draft record, I might give up a third for Claypool, but there's no way I would give up a fourth. <laughs> well played. Well played. Look, I think Claypool, I think Corey Davis was mentioned this morning by Spoon. Um, Jerry Judy, I know, has been in the mix, at least media-wise. I know, Oh, uh, Dan at ESPN dropped A.J. Green as a possibility today. I don't think any of that's going to happen. Now, maybe. I mean, if like A.J. Green's available for a seventh-rounder, possibly. But I'd be shocked if Brian made any of those moves. Uh, Packers should just trade for Jamal Williams. Everything would be back to normal then. Big B dropping down. What's up, man? How you doing, Big B? It's good to see you, brother. Aaron Harper Jr. transplant today. <laughs> what a comment. Yes, transplants tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. local Lambo time. Hope to see you guys there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Corey's got some stuff to say. Uh, DJ Moore, I just don't think that contract works. I don't think that's going to happen. Need to trade Bakhtiari next year. That's not going to happen either. No one's trading for Bakhtiari. Uh, I also heard the Packers were looking to add a defense along with the wide receiver. Yes, Jason, I saw. I can't remember where it was. I did see a report where they were they had been, quote, sniffing around outside backers, pass rushers, etc. So be on the lookout. Uh, what else we got? Aaron Harper Jr., your Uncle Alvin ruined my childhood. <laughs> I need to check out transplants. Yes, you do. Everybody needs to check out transplants. Come on. What else we got, folks? What else we got? Hey, from Aussie land. Have a great day, all. What's up, Glenn? Hello from New York City. Grab yourself an ice cold carry the G if you're in Wisconsin. There there, there it is. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Mm. (sighs) Big Packers fans checking in from West Virginia. What's up, Michael? Thanks for checking out the stream. Really appreciate it. Eagles won the NFC East last year at nine and eight. There we go. So nine and eight got them in, but they were division champs. Brian Burns, I'd be surprised, but you never know. I know the report was out there that Carolina isn't going to entertain trade offers for him, but and I know there was somebody supposedly who offered two firsts, but I take all that with a grain of salt. And no, I don't think the Packers make that move. Uh, thoughts on House of the Dragon, Tom? I fucking loved it. Absolutely love the first season and the way it ended. Oh, baby, I'm ready for season two right now. Yes, I'm all in. Uh, Kenny Ingles said the Packers could fit DJ Moore. They could, yes, but at what cost? And the puzzle pieces in regards to what you got to do and the repercussions of it. Nothing happens in a vacuum, man. What else we got? I would only give up one third rounder for Claypool. You guys are hilarious. Trade Rodgers? Okay, you guys, let's just relax. And I know maybe you're talking Amari Rodgers. Maybe you're talking Aaron Rodgers. Both of those are ridiculous. Um, 
My mom can get carry the beer G beers at Walmart in was in Veruqua, Wisconsin. That's good. Do I think they get a wide receiver? No. I've said all along. Every year I give them a 10% chance to make a move. This year, I'm bumping it up to 30, but that's still well below 50% chance that they make a move. So I'll be very surprised if they make a trade. I've been surprised before, but we'll see. Zach Tom played well. I hope we start him at right tackle when Bakhtiari is back. I am kind of interested to see what happens in that regard. I think they'll probably stick with Yash just because of the experience factor, having you know spent a year out there in the trenches, so to speak, last season. But, um, yeah, I think it's an interesting dilemma, interesting kind of question to ask. Like, kid did play well. Yash does have experience. Uh, I would, like I said, I suspect that they go with Yash, but you never know. Could they trade for an old lineman? They could, but I doubt they will. Going to the Thursday night game versus the Titans, heading to 1919 restaurant the night before. Any recommendations? Yeah, go to Kroll's instead. What are you doing? Go corporate buttoned up 1919? Go to Kroll's. No, I'm kidding. 1919 is fine. It's really good. Um, I just prefer, you know, the mom and pop stuff rather than the team controlled stuff, team owned stuff. Not that 1919 isn't good. It is. But give me a Kroll's Butter Burger and a Spotted Cow any day over whatever 1919 has on offer. Nick, thanks for the super chat. If Brian doesn't make a move, do you think it looks bad for the organization? And if they do, you think it gives them a spark? No, I don't think it makes the organization look bad. I think it probably speaks to a bit of a disconnect between personnel and uh, coach, the coaching staff. But I don't think it bad look for the organization uh if they do make a move does it give them a spark all depends on the player the position how that player performs etc i don't think the packers are going to magically play better just because they get a player or two you know those players have to fit into the system have to pick up whatever it is they're doing if they're offensively minded but aaron Rodgers wants them to do etc it's not like madden you're not just going to drop a guy in and have him run the right routes every time but yeah, I think it could absolutely help if it's, say, a wide receiver. They want to continue to play three, four wideouts at a time, the spread formations, etc. Then, yeah, I think it could help. But provide a spark? Only the Packers can provide their own spark. No personnel move is going to do that. These guys got to do it. Bob, do not go to Kroll's. It's insanely overpriced dog food suitable only for tourists. This is spoken like someone who has been completely spoiled in their life. Kroll's is great. I love it. Been going there since I was a little boy with my grandma. And I was there last time I was in Wisconsin two weeks ago. And it's the exact same. I absolutely love it. And I am not a tourist. Thanks, coach. Eric, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. Pony package all night long. Ride that horse till it dies. Run the damn ball. Go, Pack, go. I'm with you, Eric. You know I'm with you. I'm w- I just want those guys involved. I don't care if it's pony package. I don't care who gets how many carries. But, yes, run the ball. Throw it to them if you have to. We did see that with Aaron Jones a little bit this past week. I'm all for it. But, man, the biggest problem for the, you know, run the damn ball kind of chorus, which I help lead, is you got to be able to like pick up some third downs to elongate drives to give yourselves opportunities to run the ball. 
And if you're constantly in second and long because of penalties, you do not give yourself a very good chance of elongating drives and giving yourself more plays to possibly run the football. So more than anything, they got to just stay out of these ridiculous first and 20s, you know, second and 15s, etc. And run the ball. Yes, a thousand percent. But man, stay ahead of the sticks for the love of God, especially against the Bills. Holy cow. Cheddarhead, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. Everyone wants to blame our wide receivers, but the Giants are 6-1 and one with worse receivers than us. Lazard and Dobbs will be their number one and two receivers over there. See, I'm not going to quibble with, like, depth charts, but I totally get what you're saying. If you look at just the, the Giants are a perfect example in the game in London against the Packers. I mean, they were throwing at dudes who came up from the practice squad that week. So, yes, there is a way you can play offensive football. Look at the Titans. The Titans traded away their best wide receiver. Oh, and look, they have a superstar running back who they feed the ball to. And they have Ryan fucking Tannehill at quarterback, although I think he's hurt now. But, and they're winning football games. There's a way to play offense that isn't spread formations, three, four wide receivers at a time, et cetera. And that's what I keep harping on about. It's like mystifying to me that the Packers thought coming into this year, or I should clarify, the coaching staff and probably the quarterback thought they could play the style of offense they've played for the last three years, given their personnel. But that personnel is definitely capable of winning football games if they're utilized correctly. And through seven games, they most certainly have not been. Soder, what's up, man? Pistol? Did you watch and or listen to Beer and Ball earlier today? Billy brought up the exact same thing. It's a possibility. I would not discount it good way to kind of split the difference right as far as not so many zone goddamn gun runs and still getting a little bit close to the line of scrimmage but not having rogers under center i have his thumb banged on each and every play etc yeah we'll see <laughs> guy living in new york city going to green bay for work and packers games isn't a tourist lol literally there for my mother's funeral because i've lived there like over half my life but yeah, you're right. Not a tourist. Get bent. People are so dumb. Nick, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. I wouldn't hate Jones in the slot running in free space with AJ in the backfield. Now you're talking. And they have packages like that. We've seen them the last like two or three years where they have Jones lined up way outside. They run people off. They run them on a slant. AJ in the backfield doing the RPO play action stuff. Let's do it, man. Let's get it. You, if you can throw 80% of your targets or whatever to Devante, you can throw 50% of those targets to Aaron Jones this year. Let's go. Use them out wide. Use them in the slot. I don't care. Get the ball to Aaron Jones. It should not be difficult. All right, everybody. I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor and hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel and join myself and Corey Benke tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central for the return of Packer Transplants Live. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hope to see you there. Please, please, please hit like, hit subscribe, and tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.